with it, lean with it, rock with it, snap with it. All my ladies, pop your backs with it, Welcome back to the Sin Bin Podcast. I'm Brian. I'm with Derek and Brandon. And gentlemen, we are through the free agent frenzy, about a week removed. And it was a fun one, even though the big domino dropped a couple days later. I guess it was because free agent frenzy was what, Thursday? And when did Goudreau sign? It's two weeks. I think it's been two weeks, wasn't it? Has it been two weeks? I feel oh, like boy. it was like the 12th of July, wasn't it? Yeah. Oof. Or the 13th? Yeah. We're a little delayed on this. So <laughs> apologies for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, it's tough. That's tough. But either way, go follow us on Twitter at Pod before we get started. Derek does a great job keeping up with everything um, because he just told me something brand new that we'll talk about on the show that I hadn't even realized. But because he runs a Twitter account, and he saw it, and he does a great job staying active and keeping you guys updated with news and information. Um, big shout out to those who listen. Uh, we enjoy hearing from you and hearing your feedback. So keep giving that feedback and what we can do better, what we do uh, poorly, and um, what Derek says poorly. Um, I love it. Um, but today we're going to talk a lot about free agency. What we're going to give GM grades on eight different teams, probably the eight most active teams, if I were to say, over the course of the past uh, two weeks. And then we will go into some guys who are still yet to sign and then a team who just uh, hired a brand new coach. Finally, we're just covering it all. We are. We're covering it all. So this could be a long one. So stay stay with us. It could get better as it goes, depending on how tired we get. But let's kick it off. We're going to start with the, the Detroit Red Wings, Stevie Y and company. Um, boy, they 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 did a lot. Let's let's put it let's put it that way. Let's just start from the beginning. Um, they traded for Vilhuso um, for from the St. Louis Blues and immediately signed him to a three-year 4.75 mil deal. And then they went and got uh, Dominic Kubelik for two years, two and a half mil. They got Olimata for one year, 2.25. Ben Sherratt for four years, 4.75. Andrew Kopp for five years, 5.625. David Perron. For two years, 4.75, and Robert Haig for one year, 800K. Um, I, I mean, it's almost like Stevie Y just has like four signings on. I know like four trades is a thing, but like it's like everyone just says yes to the Red Wings. I would. <laughs> I hear you. I mean, well, how do you say no to Stevie Y? You can't. You got Go money ahead. to hand out. You might as well say yes. Okay. okay. All those signings Brian just mentioned, they still have ten million in cap space. It's crazy. Yeah, and there are teams swimming in debt right now. Should sign Kadri. If they if they yeah. sign Nazem Kadri, then they won't. I might put them cop. in the playoffs. I they might won't. put them in the playoffs. I don't think they they will. There's no way they would because they have Larkin and Cop as their two centers now. 
there's no re- there's no need to put like a, a number one center or a number two center in the third spot. So I don't think they would. Plus, it's Steve Eisenman. He wants to leave a little wiggle room. Yeah, he probably got some tricks up his sleeve. Come deadline, he's gonna fleece some people when his team's about to make the playoffs, and he's gonna go out and get people with his ten mil cap space. And teams are just gonna have to say yes because he's Stevie Y, and everybody says yes. This is kind of their second shot at the big young goaltender. Obviously, last year they got Nedeljkovic, and that didn't really work out. And so now they get Huso, and this is like, hey, we screwed up the first time. Let's try to get this right the second time. And Huso was really good for a while this year. Bennington won the job back over um, from him before playoffs. But, I mean, Huso might – I mean, obviously he's probably going to be the starter in game one for the Red Wings – is that the biggest signing for you guys? Because obviously goaltending was the largest problem. Sorry, the biggest signing for them. Um, I better clarify that. But, I mean, obviously goaltending was the biggest problem that they had last year. Um, I don't think Novdelkovich was too bad. I just think the Red Wings were bad. They were terrible. Um, because I looked at – I was like, I don't remember him doing that bad, so I'm looking at his stats now. He had a – uh, a 0.901 uh, save percentage, which is, you know, respectable. You expect always to be above 90%. It's just his goals against average was 3.31. So, like, Detroit was giving up a ton of goals. That was a problem. Their defense were so bad. So, I don't want to really blame Nodelkovich. I think this Huso signs more of, like, you know, you get Huso to come and help out. and It's going to be, like, a 1A, 1B. I think Huso would be the 1A, but it's more of, like, you know, now you got two guys that are reliable because they had Grice and Grice. No, not Grice. Mm-hmm. They did have Grice? Yeah, they had Grice. Yeah. I mean, he's okay, but he's like, I don't know. To me, I was like, they got him. And I'm like, okay, it's a veteran to back up Nadelkovich, but I wouldn't say it's a great backup. Um, I don't know. I'm personally not a Grice fan. I think he just gives up so much room upstairs and guys blow shots by him, but – he has his shiny moments, but I don't know. I think it's more of like now you have a two young goalies that are good. They're, I think they're going to be good together. So, yeah, I hear you. They're, well, plus, they got what, D now to help. Now they got D, some actual guys that can help them out in front of them. Yeah, and no they, kidding. They were giving up so many freaking goals in, like, the, the home plate area. I mean, just three rather pretty solid names alone – and Mata, Sherratt, and and Hay and yeah, Hague. Um and then yeah, I mean to, to all be paired with Mo Cider. I mean that's that's pretty that's pretty solid for them on the at the blue line. Sherratt's sick. Yeah, what a great what a great signing there for uh, you. I wouldn't say Sherratt's sick. He's I think he's a little overrated. I think he's a little overrated. Better than what they had. Way better than what they had. Well, sure, yeah, but anything, anything at the blue line. I, I, like seriously, you could stick. I mean, Yager right now at like fifty years old would be better right, than what relax, they had at the blue line. Relax. <laughs> they get rid of what's his name? Um, probably Stevie Y. Nah, I forget the guy's name already. That's why how, how irrelevant he is. Who was, was he there last year? No, he was there last year. He like they he was one of their D that was like severely overpaid, making like five million. He's like at best a seventh defenseman. Um he's his name's gonna come to me. Uh uh Kronik? 
No, Horonic's good. He's still there. But oh, I don't think he'd be. Are a you thinking? Of, are you thinking of Nick Letty? Because they traded him to St. Louis. No, no, not Nick Letty. Mark Stahl. No, no, someone else. He'll, his name is going to come to me. I'm going to figure it out. Yeah, please do. I'm just looking at all the D-men that they've signed. I could be. I mean, I'm looking through like a bunch of minor leaguers and stuff too. <laughs> I've got no idea. John Merrill. No. No, because I'm looking on Cap Friendly. He's not even on anywhere now. So I'll figure out his name. No Siders only making eight, eight like eight hundred and sixty-three thousand though. He's on a rookie contract. I want I mean, do you think they'll extend him soon? I mean, I know he's got two years uh, left on that rookie contract. Probably but... next offseason, or they'll just worry about it when he's an RFA in 24-25. Yeah. They're not in a rush whatsoever. But no, but I'm just saying that might be why they're holding They're probably on to gonna sign him base. either to a bridge deal, like three, four years, and then he'll make his big payday in the second contract, or they'll just sign him right away to, like, an eight-year deal, which I would, but yeah. he's not going anywhere. He's going to be in Detroit for a long time. Um, Going back to what you guys are talking about, though, I think Huso's a solid add. Um, I don't think – I still don't think he's a proven number one. Like, he's kind of inconsistent. We saw during the season he'd have some – Andy DeKaiser. There it is. Sorry, Derek. Jesus Christ. All that for Danny DeKaiser? yelled at us. God. <laughs> it just came to me. Um, it just came to me, man. Um, anyway, um, I think it's definitely good that they still have Nadalkovich there in case Huso doesn't um, live up to um, who they think that he can be. Um, but now, I th- actually, I think he'll be motivated because he's definitely coming into camp. Definitely the number one attendee. So I like the signing for them, and they didn't, they gave away almost nothing. I mean, a couple picks. It's not bad. Um, I think Sherratt with Cider would be a, kind of a sick and intimidating pair for them. Both big guys. I love to be physical, but Cider's got way more skill than Sherratt does. So he can, he's like a puck moving defenseman that can just, Cider's unreal. He's just so damn good and so young still. Um, I definitely like the Pesic, but I move. He's like super underrated. People don't realize how good this guy is. Um, but I think he just got injured, uh, which is brutal because it's the offseason. He's probably working out. I think he ruptured his Achilles or something like that. But um, Mata, eh, he's washed up. But I think their defense definitely is better than last year, as we said. Um, I think way, one better. Of the be- way better. My, in my opinion, their best signing was David Perron. He had, I think, what was it? He had – he was like top five in power play goals last year in the NHL or the last few years since something. And he adds veteran leadership there. Like, I think that's great for a young core group, like the Red Wings. I think they will be competitive. I don't like, they're going to give you a lot of trouble. I mean, they got depth now, so they look pretty damn good. And they got young stars. You like said Raymond you don't think they're going to give people trouble. I said, they are going to give people trouble. Oh. I was kind of getting at Like, I don't think they're still going to make the playoffs. I still don't think they will. But um, they're still a young team, though. They're learning. I also wouldn't be that surprised they made it. I'm still not bought in on their deep, on their decor, but you never know, I guess. But you are also still in the Atlantic Division, which is run by four teams pretty much still. So, um, uh, I mean, I like no the moves. idea what Boston's going to end up like. They're solid. Oh, Boston get Krejci and Bergeron. They'll get them soon. Yeah. But, yeah, they, I, I mean, if they trade for David Chikram, they're a playoff team. Who's David Chikram? You mean Jacob Chikram? Jacob Chikram, whatever his name oh, is. Oh, Jacob Chikram. Chikram. Yeah. Jacob Chikram. Chikrin. Chikrun. 
Hey, we're, words are difficult. It's okay. Still oh, they still have to sign Zadina. They'll get him signed. They got ten million in cap. They're probably not going to pay him too much. But um, if we're if we're giving grades, I, I give uh, Stevie Y draft just everything in his offseason. I mean, when is he not a B plus or more? I give him an A. I mean, he's these signings are great. He's gonna make he's making his team competitive. They're kind of a joke last year and the year before that and the year before that. I think they're gonna be much more competitive. But I still think they missed the playoffs. Um, but um, this is a solid group. They got some goal scorers on the wing. I like it. I really do. Brandon, what's your grade? They're going to be a fun team to watch. Brandon, what grade are you What what grade are you giving? Um, I am going to give – I'm going to – my grade is tough because I think Stevie Y could have done a little bit more. Given there's 10 million left, but like Derek said, they still have to sign Sedina. I think he's got some, I think he wanted to leave some room to have options throughout the rest of the offseason into the season. Um, I am going to give, I think it's an A. Plus. Wow. I think it was sick because I love the signing of Cop. I think that's the biggest signing. That's awesome. I love Cop. Um, I think if he gets a D man, another solid D on the, on the left side. Um, to play with Cider. I think Sherratt should play second pair um, because I think if they get a – I just think he should get another first-pair defenseman. But knowing CBY, it could cost him a lot because he's probably going to have to trade for someone. Um, but, you know, you got options. I, I love – I think he did great. I think he had great draft picks, great guys that he brought in um, to make his team like just – I think they're going to go not a, um, not a full 180, but, you know, I think Detroit's gonna make the playoffs if they get out of deep man. Wow. Man. They have a um, ton of D men under contract right now, though. Like a ton. They should get Klimberg. They have nine defensemen under contract currently. Oh yeah. Holy. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And that's not including so Pesic is gonna go on IR and then Haig will come up to the big club. I don't know where Jake Wallman would go, but he's on there. And he's in RFA still. Um, yeah, he'll get signed. Anyway. Um, yeah. The uh, I think I'm going to dip down to an A-. minus. Um, I'm a little bit sketch of the Huso signing because it, it it's almost like it's taken a big gamble for the goaltending, um, you, you, you trade for him, you immediately sign him to an extension. And if you want to compete for the playoffs, I feel like you just need someone who you can rather rely on for goaltending and a guy who loses a starting job that was literally his for a good chunk of this past season, lost a starting yeah. job in the playoff push. I don't know. I think it's I think it's a rather big gamble, and that's the only literally the only part of his of the offseason that is kind of tainted for me. I think my I, I, I hear you, Brian. I think the um I think for him losing the starting position, it's tough though, because when you have a guy like Jordan Biddington, that's still easy to him. lose it. Yeah, you're right. I think because Jordan Biddington, you know, he's had his ups and downs ever since the cup, the cup win, but um, it's still Jordan Bennington and the kid, the guy is a competitor and he's good. Um, plus it was like for, wasn't it this 
Huso's first season with the Blues, like full time up with the club. Yeah. 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 Like first of all, that's the same way with Ned, though. They signed Ned after um, Carolina couldn't really keep him because they had three starting goaltenders on their team. Um, And they give Ned basically to Detroit. And Detroit took a gamble on signing him and starting him. And not to say, like 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 Brandon, you said, he wasn't terrible, but he wasn't playoff yeah. goaltender worthy. And well, now it just seems like they're trying to take that gamble again. I think, I think what I think, and one of my things is probably one thought that C.B. Eisman had was Ned came in to be the starter and have Grice back him up. He, he doesn't have to compete for that starting part. He's got Grice behind him. You know, Grice is a decent goaltender, like I mentioned earlier, but he's not. It's like, it's not going to be a guy that's going to compete for a number one spot against you. But now I think with Huso, they both have to compete for that number one spot. So it's going to drive the competition with them, which was going to make them better themselves, but also make them better as a tandem because they have to compete with each other nonstop throughout the whole season. Otherwise, you're not going to play. And both of these guys want to play. Yep. So I think it's, I think it's, it's it's something to to think about moving forward this season. You're going to see these two guys battling out, and just I think you're going to see two good goalies where the coach, um, whoever they got their coach this year, he's going to just be like, I don't know who to put because I got two sick goalies. It's going to be a tough decision for him. Well, well I I hope it works out because hockey is fun when the Red Wings are good. Because uh, any, anytime those anytime those big fan bases get good, it uh, make, makes it for some fun hockey. Let's go to let's go up into Canada and to go to the Ottawa Senators. Here are their signings since the uh, big free agent frenzy. Um, the big one, uh, Claude Giroux, for three years, six point five mil. Then you also have, sorry, Josh Norris also uh, signed an eight-year deal worth seven point nine five mil. I mean, that's just huge, 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 huge. And then Matthew Joseph signed a four-year deal worth two point nine today. Am I am I missing anyone here? Um, I don't think I am. Uh, nothing major, just like a bunch of small stuff. Yeah. Are you just yeah. talking about straight up signings or because they acquired Cam Talbot and now it's to bring to the Oh yeah, sorry. I uh I only have signings on right now, uh on cap friendly. So um if you guys have the trades, um spew them out too. Do you have that trade up in front of you, Derek? The Debrinka trade? I believe we uh the Debrinka and, and Talbot. I I mean I I feel like we mentioned it last pod, but I can did mention we? it again. I don't think we did. Yeah. Did we? We mentioned. Oh, we definitely mentioned the brink because we talked about the draft, and that happened at the draft. Oh, true. Uh, and then Talbot also happened at the draft. Then. Uh, uh, no, his happened after because Bill Karen said my team said I don't have to do shit, and then he ended up trading um, Talbot for uh, was that Forsberg? Who went the other way? No, it was um um um. Oh my God, the other Swedish guy. Good lord. Gustafsson. Know this. Gustafsson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gustafsson. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but Matt Joseph signed today. I like that signing for them under three yeah. million, four years. It's really Either way, though, I mean, just you got to think they upgraded goaltending, which was a major issue for them. Um, they locked in a, a young center, which uh, you both 
basically you both cringed when I said the Josh Norris contract. So we'll get into that in a second. And then they added an, I, I they added an older center um, for three years, 6.5 million in Giroux, who just, I know it's two uh, years. It says three on cap friendly. It's three. Oh. So, yeah. yeah. Then he's going to go cup hunting after that because he ain't making a playoffs with Ottawa. But then, I mean, obviously got a legit score in Debrinket. And um, like I said, they, they got their starting 10 to in Talbot. So, um, the, the, yeah, so off the was, gate, I mean, I, I think Ottawa got better tremendously. Hold on. Derek, did you say that Drew's not going to make the playoffs in three years with Ottawa? Yeah, he's not. What did he say? Are you serious? Dude, unless they drastically improve that blue line, they ain't going nowhere, dude. dude and they're in three and, years. Again, they're in the Atlantic division. It's a pretty damn good division. Not with Boston being dog shit now. Boston's not going to be that bad. Everybody thinks that. They're going to bring Bergeron and Krejci in. They have injuries to start the season. Yeah, that might screw them, and it might be tough for them to make the playoffs. Still got the three three really good teams in Florida, Tampa, and Toronto. So and now Detroit's getting better. So I mean, Detroit's Here's, defense is better than I'm looking at right now in Ottawa. <laughs> it's not looking that good. Good. Here's Great. my thing. Their their blue line is horrendous. That's what Here's I'm saying. Thing. Look at their blue line defense. I've wins seen the their blue line. Shabbat, Shabbat, Shabbat is all world. He's disgusting. Zaitsev is, is pretty good. There's nothing. Come on, like, like this. Yeah, nothing. I think that's okay. Just wait, just wait. Here's here's the thing. Unless Talbot, unless Talbot plays out of his mind this year, he's he's gonna be UFA next year. Then what are they gonna have Anton Forsberg or sign someone else? Like by the way, they do it. they don't do still it. have 7.9 in cap space, so they have wiggle room. Yeah, but they gotta sign Alex Warmington and Eric uh Brandstrom. So yeah. both still are phase. So they, they still gotta sign them, and they're both 22. Good lord. They're they they're so similar to Detroit with the like the the young nucle- nucleus, and then you sign like a couple veteran guys. I like it. I like. I like where Ottawa's headed. I'm not. I just don't see them making the playoffs when Giroux's there. I mean, their offense is going to be exciting to watch this year. I'll give you that. Going to be exciting. Very exciting, even. Yeah. Who Who is the more exciting team to watch, Detroit or Ottawa? Ottawa, because. They got more goal scores, I think, and like flashy guys like Alex to bring a flashy guy, 40 goal score. Drew, flashy guy. He's nasty. They got the young stars like Josh Norris. They got Kachuk, um, you know, Stutzla, who still can show us a lot more. Drake Batherson. I mean, they got some good young talent. They might be exciting, but their blue line on paper does not look very good. I think I'm, just I'm like, right with you on that. Like, Detroit last year was exciting because they scored a lot of goals and also gave up a lot of goals. And I feel like that's definitely going to be Ottawa this year. Like their blue line's bad enough to where they're going to win games like five to four. I just going to be just exciting hockey. I just don't see how Ottawa can't make the playoffs in the next three years. Maybe even though their blue line looks bad now, they have cap space. They probably won't make the playoffs this year. I guarantee they'll be close. They'll improve, you know, after this season. I guarantee they improve and they address their issues because they wanted Claude Drew. Like, do you hear the the um the the GM in or uh, talking about how 
they were have been eyeing on this that day of signed roof like four years or whatever it's been. It's been like or yeah, three years. He's from Ontario and he's and they've been waiting for that to happen. Now they have him. They're not going to not make a push that they have Drew. Drew's never won a oh, cup. Oh yeah, right. But I, they drastically need to improve their blue line. That's they my, probably will. I guarantee they like sign next offseason. They're not going to have a, a, a number one goalie. They, they got to sign to break it, and he's owed a lot of money. If he goes off this year, they're going to have to pay him like close to nine million a year. Maybe not. I mean, that's going to. I don't know, dude. He's making Man. six four right now. Yeah, he's owed at least a million, a million and a half raise. Alone, just from what he's done the last two seasons, I bet you to break it takes a hometown deal for like short term. For like short term, like short term, he's making six point four now. I bet you he's like a a three year deal worth like eight million dollars, maybe eight and a half to to help Ottawa with cap space. That way they can go out and get defensemen because I guarantee he's going to love playing with all the young guys like you're talking about. This dude and then the bag, huh? It's gonna get a bag. Yeah, I have eight and a half million for three years, and then he'll get paid after that, probably like ten and a half million. Two time forty goal score, three times. Oh, if you want to win championships, stop asking for so much money. Dude, nobody, literally nobody does that. Or Kadri be signed already by Colorado. Nobody does that. Besides Crosby and McKinnon, that's like it. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what if you want to win. That's literally it. <laughs> if you want to win. Stop being so greedy and go and take money. Well, I guess like, you could say Kucherov. Maybe he could make like he could have like made jo- up the. Well, I don't know why he would pay Josh money. Norris almost eight eight million for eight years. Worth That's it. a bad deal. That's a bad bad deal. Kid's sick. I mean, dude, he's under eight. I mean, very slightly under eight, and he's only twenty three, and he's signed for long term. He's their number one center moving forward. For those amount of years, he's twenty three. I just, I think you're going to run some issues because, like you're saying, you're going to have to keep the bracket around if he stays around. I don't know, but what you say, you need defensive. But if you want to win, take pay cuts so you can sign other guys. Guys ain't going to do that though. The reality yeah, of guys it, guys agree. Yeah, I know, but like it's the it's a business. Like the guys still want to get their bag. I get it though. Like. I, I'm sitting here saying if I if I was in the NHL, yeah, and if my team is winning, I like my team, I'd probably take a pay cut. I say that now, but like I'm not making millions of dollars a year. If I'm to brink it, I'm taking as much money as I can get. He's also what is he, UFA? RFA I would take year. as much money as I can get after I win a cup, but until oh, I win a cup. Break it? So he's restricted next year. So they got time. They can figure some cap stuff out. But I'm just saying, man, like the brinket's gonna get eight and a half or more. Or eight or more. Sorry, not maybe not eight and a half. I think well, it's max is eight and a half. That's what I'm saying. Why not? Sorry, Brian. You can go uh, just after this. Two time forty goal scorer. I'm just saying. I understand that, but if you want to win a, a that'll uh, be a three. If you want to win a fucking cup? Why you're already making six point four? That's a lot of money. Take the same pay, maybe go six point five for three more years, and then you win a cup, and then you can get paid. Nine million dollars, nine and a half million dollars, close to ten, probably. I think everybody big... and Debrinket know <laughs> Ottawa ain't gonna win a cup anytime soon. So I mean, he's probably just gonna. I wouldn't say that. I, w- I would. I would. I- I'm actually with Derek on this of them not making the playoffs in the next three years. All I'm saying um, is Debrinket maybe gotta, gonna sign there. You got to look at this. So including the RFAs, which I know I mean they have the rights to them. So damn, we're giving um, Ottawa a lot. They of only money. have. <laughs> 
they only have 10 players under contract, not this coming season, but the following season. So there's a lot of signings to do. Um, a lot of people they can lose and or gain from that. But like you know, Talbot, the, Cam Talbot, the guy they just signed, he's got one year left on his deal. Then he's a UFA. Yeah, and that's fine. He's decor, 35. Get rid of him. Well. That means they got to hope and pray that they can get a good starting goalie after this year. You can. They can. That's what I'm saying. Trades. I, I'm, I'm with Derek, though. Um, by the way, this Shohei Otani is unbelievable. I'm watching the Angels game right now. He's just still 100 miles an hour on his 90th. Pitch. Who cares? Um, it easy. All easy. It all comes down. You're getting, getting testy at 11. Take that to the night. third base dugout podcast. This is that's this tomorrow is night. Sin bin. All right. That's tomorrow night. Check that out on Saturday mornings. By the way. Hey, I'm um, just kidding. We we love all of our dorm room sports guys. We love all the podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but either way, yeah, I, I just think it's a crapshoot at goalie for them in the coming years. Like Talbot's 35. Is he still going to produce the way that he does? Like he's a UFA after this year. So then you got to go get another goalie because is Anton Forsberg your option oh. to make the playoffs? No. Um, no. You've got to sign Debrinke. You've got to sign Stutzla to probably a pretty decent contract considering well, let's just can, let them worry about 9.25 or sorry 925,000 right now um but given he's only 20 years old but he was, he's probably going to get a half decent extension um yeah i i don't know man i they've got to sign three of their six defensemen after this coming year i think ottawa makes it i don't know i would love for him to I would love for him to. I'm a big Josh Norris fan because he helped me quite a bit in fantasy last year. So I'm it's a good center, man. I'm telling you, he's, a good, he's only 23 years old. He's a good young yeah. center. Yeah, big. Not the long the playoffs, playoffs, apparently. That's a great move. They're so young, man. They're their forwards average 24.8. I love that they have all these old. young American players too. Yeah, yeah. Norris Kachuk, um, like to bring it all 25 and young, 20 younger than 25 years old. I mean, that's yeah. awesome. I love that. I think Ottawa makes the playoffs. What is their average age overall? It doesn't uh, doesn't Probably say young, but um, twenty four point eight is their forwards and twenty seven. Yeah. I mean they're set. they're really young. So I mean, as long as if they can develop and keep this group together, then I think down the road, yeah, they can make playoffs. But like in the next three years, it's going to be dicey, man. It's going to be really unless the caps fall off when Ov retires. I mean, I I think I think they will. Dicey. Oh, they're just they're coming oh, yeah, yes, now. You're, you're correct. The, the caps will fall off of a all right. So that's hundred foot cliff. I give what? their GM an A plus. Oh, I think what he did was tremendous. They're going to be a competitive team next year. What? How can you give them an A plus if you're saying they're not going to make the playoffs? Okay, because for they're three years they won't make the playoffs. They added a 40-goal score. They added a starting goaltender. I mean, I just thought their moves are great. They signed Josh Norris long-term. That's their number one center for the next eight years. That's a great – that's just great work. How is that not? But I'm just I'm, – I'm not saying it's bad work. I'm just saying how can you say that and give them an A+. Signed Drew, I mean, they're like gonna make they the did good for three work. Years. They did very good work. Because he's True. trying to put Ottawa back on the map. I still don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but, like – they they're going to be competitive and at least exciting to watch. 
Like, am I supposed to correlate if I think they make the playoffs in their moves? I no, think no, no. Detroit like, A, they're not making the playoffs. You don't have to say that for the making the playoffs this year, but you just said that they're not going to make the playoffs for three years. I just years. really like the aggression to get the brinket. I love that trade. That's well, a great trade. It doesn't help you to get to bring it if you don't think you can make the playoffs with this squad. It helps you a lot. What do you mean? He's going to score 40 goals next year or more. It means, doesn't mean shit if you don't make the playoffs. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, I still think as a GM, him actually going out and doing shit, unlike other teams, that was – he did awesome, in my opinion. They brought in Giroux. They brought in DeBrinket. They signed Norris long-term. They brought in Cam Talbot. I thought it was a, I thought it was a great offseason for them. Can I change my grade? Because then I forgot about their defense. It's an absolute dog shit. <laughs> Going B plus instead of A plus because their defense this is guy, dog shit. I look, defense when is you dog said A plus, I, it sent me down that path too. I'm like, I think there's a B plus. I forgot. I, I scrolled down the page of Cap Friendly and I looked through the D and I was like, who? Oh yeah. shit! Give this man a shower and a water. I'll give them stinks. a B plus. I, I wish I had a beer to deal with your dumbass. But anyway, a B plus because that defense is horrendous. I stinks. <laughs> I just, I'm with I just, you though. I'm giving him a B plus just because the defense got zero. Everything like, I said not was correlated to A plus. Then I forgot about their defense. Like, oh wait, yeah, I did yeah. Know. You're like ripping they apart are. their D. now the B plus. They won't now make the B+. playoffs when Jeru's under contract, and I'm like, they're not going to. Their... B plus offseason. Great job for the Senators. There you Great go. Great job. That's and that's Talbot. That's great better. Great job he, by Pierre Dorian. Good that's job. Better. That's better. When you give him a B plus, that's better. But you're like A plus, and you just ripped apart their defense for I two minutes. I just really like Alex Zabrinkit. He's a sniper. <sighs> sniper. B plus makes more sense. That's all I was saying is like your grade didn't make it's sense. It's a B plus. A plus is out the window. Nobody nobody remembers it. It's a B plus. Nobody remembers it. I wish we still recorded so everybody can see Brayden's stupid faces he's making right now. Put this shit on YouTube. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I'm with the B-plus as well. Their defense didn't get any better. Cam Talbot can be as good as he wants to be, but if he's not uh, – if, if they're giving up high – Did they sign a defenseman? No. No. <laughs> no, they're going to be horrendous. On the well, they traded for Hamannick. What was that, at the trade deadline? Oh. They got Zaitsev, Artem Zub. Uh-huh. Nick Holden? I kind of like Zub. I kind of like Zub. Nikita Zaitsev sucks. Tom Shabbat's sick. For how terrible the de- their defense is, like they're paying them a lot of money. Well, that's a lot of money on a terrible $20 million. That's because of the Zaitsev contract they did like two years ago. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's let's keep moving though, Brian. What's your? Oh, you said B plus. I got B plus. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give. Um. I'm gonna give a B minus because their offense upgrades obviously probably the best in the uh, free agency this year of offensive upgrades. Um, goaltending. Hmm? Yeah, it's, not, it's it's okay. Um, defense, no upgrades at all. So I'm gonna give them a, a C plus. All right, C yeah. plus. Holy shit! Wait, C plus? Yeah, C plus. Hmm. Wow. C plus. I think you're in the minority on that one. Well, that's like I said. Very like well I said, in the minority. There. I give them an A plus for their offensive upgrades. 
I give you a B minus for your goalie upgrades because Cam Talbot's a good goalie, but he's also 35 and he's only one year and there, there's no defensive upgrade. So C plus. I don't know how that averaged out, but okay. I don't know. I'm not a math guy. <laughs> what? We're talking about letters. There's blood as a math buddy. Is there? I don't know. I took a last math class I took was probably seven years ago in college. I probably failed it. <laughs> so I love it. Um, all right, let's move Brian, on. Brian, what'd you give him? A B what? I give him a B plus. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the Columbus Blue Jackets. So since July 13th. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. All hail the GM. Yeah. Sort of. They only on. made three signs, like three. Like, Hold on. Yeah, but they got the they got the big boy. Signing. They got the big. Yeah, they fish. they get they got the big domino to fall their way. Hold so on. their first signing was Eric Goodbranson uh, for a four-year, <laughs> four-mil deal. Contract sucks. Yeah. What is it? Four, four years, years like four, four mil. <laughs> Who is it? Eric Goodbranson. Eric Goodbranson. Dude, I like agent. the guy. His agent should get half of that for actually getting them getting Columbus somehow to sign that. That's unbelievable. I like the guy. Oh, great team guy, but he's not worth four million a year. No. I mean, he um, did he did pretty good in the playoffs. He's just huge and like intimidating as shit. He beat anybody's eyes shut if he wanted to. Well, that's like <laughs> that's like with Seattle. Seattle paid Alexiak, who was a sixth defenseman in Dallas, almost the heaviest five million. By the way. Yeah, but he you pay for size sometimes, which I was like surprised. Like I like Alexiak, but not for four, like almost five million for five years. Like that was a ton. Like you pay for size sometimes. And I, I mm, the only guy that's size worth size doesn't matter always, you know. All right, well, hold guy on. that's only me, worth it. Let me you finish, go, Brian. Let me finish saying the signings and the trades, and then we'll break everything down. Brian, Brian. Sorry, sure. Sorry. Brian. Go ahead. Um go ahead. Then they got the big domino to fall. Johnny Gaudreau signed a seven-year, $9.75 million contract. And then now his counterpart on that first line, Patrick Laine, signed a four-year, $8.7 million contract um, to wrap that up. And then they made a trade with Seattle, got a 2023 third-round pick and a 2023 fourth-round pick. For Oliver Bjorkstrand to Dude, send him to the Kraken, Dude. which Bjorkstrand was terrible for his AAV last year. I mean, yeah. he was just very contract dump underwhelming. He, he could have been a 30, 40 goal scorer. They had to do that because they needed to sign Patrick Liner, who is going to score 50 goals next year. Oh, no, 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 no. Patrick oh, Liner will score close to 60. Hot take. Whoa. Yeah, you said close a, to 60. Okay, well, you said close to 60. Game? You said close to 60, and you said no, no, no to me. I said 50, so he's definitely getting 50. No, I was just saying no, no, no. Like, I, I, I'm I, not saying no, no, no. Like, no, no, no. he's not going to score. I'm just saying I think I, – I think I'm just saying I want – I meant to, like – I should have said hold on, hold on, hold right, on. Right, 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 right. Because, yeah, 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 right, right, right. Because I think he'll score close. I think he'll get, like – if he doesn't get 60, he'll be like 58, 59. I think he's going to score that much with Johnny Goodrell. This might sound actually insane, but um, actually, say it, Brian. But I'm just gonna fact check myself before. Say it with your chest. Yeah, no, say it before you fact check. <laughs> say it with your chest. Did he right have? Now. Okay, yeah, it was absolutely. Insane. He was a point a game last year. 
Yeah, he was. What did you yeah, think 50, he was? 56 points in, in 56 games. Yeah, he was hurt a lot. Yeah. Playing too much 26 Fortnite. goals and 30 assists. Could you imagine him the hot take. with Goudreau on that line now? It's going to be I'm another hot take. Mm-hmm. You hear who's their projected center between those two? Schillinger? No. Jack Roslovich? Oh, come on. Hot take, Roslovich. What's Schillinger there? Hot take. So, um, Roslovic, point per game guy with those two on his uh, left and right. Rosslevic. I don't know if that's much of a hot take. That I think you could put Brian in the center. He'd give a point per game. Well, I'm 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 saying if he plays all 82 games, he's going to get 82 points. But if he plays less than 82 games, like let's say he plays like 75, I think he's going to score like okay, fine, hot new hot take. He's going to score. Jesus, he's going to score 80 plus points this season with those two. Okay, maybe if he's the center the whole year, he was he was, he was massively inconsistent last year. Yeah, but like, now he's got he, Goudreau and he's gonna he's got Goudreau and freaking Line. A. Yeah, because I was looking through their lineup, I was like, dude, they really don't have a true number one proven center. Cylinder is no. gonna be very good. Um, Ken right Johnson's now, gonna be nasty. But right now, daily faceoff has Boone Jenner between the two of them. Dude, he had a great year last year. Great year. That's that's not bad either. That's a great they got center. like four like really solid centers. They don't have a great center. They just have four like solid centers between Jenner, Roslovich, Cylinder. Dude, and... Jenner, Jenner scored twenty three goals, forty four points last year. That that's damn good on not that great of a team. Yeah, but like he, they also have twenty four points. Sean Corrales and, and the fourth line. 23, 23 goals, twenty one assists, forty four oh. points. In 59 games, the, the year oh, before he had 17 points. Dude, the year before he had 17 points in 41 games. So, Boone Jenner like did Boone Jenner. great. Mostly because yeah, he's the Boone. captain. What a name. Great Boone. leader. Yeah. But either way, though, like, I, they've got some great – they've got some solid center depth. I mean, for Corrale to be on the fourth line, too, um, with Cylinder, Roslovich, and Jenner on, all the way up. So – They've got some good yeah. center depth, but their wing depth is horrible. Is it? Because they I got mean, Gaudreau, yeah. Line A, Voracek, Nyquist. Uh, I mean, Vor- yeah, Voracek okay. on the third line, yeah, that helps. But, like – Alexander Texier, he's underrated. And he's sure, but, like, Marchenko, Olivier, Robinson. Yeah, but, I mean, the top six about to be nice. Yes. Top six wingers are good. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And their defense is pretty good, too. Defense is pretty solid. Yeah. Marensky, Boquist. Um, Gabrikov's underrated, too. He's good. He's yeah. solid. Gabrikov's solid. Big Bean. Bean. Is it Peaky or Peak? Peak. Andrew Peak. Yeah, Peak's Peak. 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 Andrew Peak. Then they, yeah. and they've got little Elvis in net as well. So, Corpus Allo should should have been gone. She has pads today. No, I'll send him in the group. I don't necessarily sick. keep up with goalie sick pads man. during baseball season. I do. Sick. Shut up, Ryan. <laughs> I love it. Well, um, goalie grade or baseball. GM grades, GM grades. Um, I think Yarmil did a phenomenal job re-signing the Fortnite player Patrick Line. He did a great job re-signing him. Yeah, you had to get rid of Bjork Strand. I might, but you gotta sign Patrick Line. A dude's gonna score fifty 
getting the big fish and shocking the hockey world and getting Johnny Gaudreau and probably their biggest signing ever in free agency. If we're talking just UFAs coming from another team to their team, biggest, I mean, no that's unreal. Too, which is- yeah. And it's, it apparently like everyone keeps talking about it on Twitter or whatever. Everyone's saying it's a sneaky under like undervalued underrated city. So people like actually love it there. Um, I think it's awesome. It's crazy that he did that. Awesome that Kakalainen swooped in last minute and pretty much stole him from New Jersey. He has been said that he was going there and they swooped in at like four o'clock and he was like, yeah, I want to go there. Um, I would Brands, go. It's nice. I mean, I, I'm going to give them, I didn't even give a grade yet. Uh, I mean, just based off of the re-signing of Line A, Signing Gaudreau, Branson kind of brings the grade down a bit. That four million a year just kills me for four years. Oof. If it was for two years, yeah, but it's for four years. Uh, Could be worse. Uh, I'm going B minus, B minus. Johnny Gaudreau and Line bring that up a lot, but I would have, I was, I was borderline going C plus, but I'm giving them a B minus, like eighty percent on the scale, like right there. I like it. But they also, you know, you know what? In general, be all right. But yeah, B minus for Kekalainen. They ain't a playoff team either. Right. Mm. Yeah, it's a tough one for me. Because I feel like I have a grade I want to give them. But then the grade I want to give Yarmo Kekalainen is, um, like if I give him this grade, you're gonna people are gonna be like, oh, you gave him that grade, but you gave Pierre Dorian a C plus. Like, what are you doing? What are you thinking? I don't know. Ugh. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Derek. I'm gonna go B minus because I love the guy Johnny Goudreau. I love the Johnny Goudreau. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna go B. Because Johnny Goudreau coming to Columbus is going to put asses in seats. Um, asses in seats. And you got Line A signed. And I love the Line A cap hit. 8.7, I think, is awesome. Um, I think it's a great cap hit. And he's only 24. Um, That's also fair big, to me, by the way. Every time I see his age, it just blows me away. I'm also a Patrick oh, Line fan. Line I like a. Patrick Line A. Dude, it feels like he's been in the league for 10 years because all the drama. I, know. I mean, <laughs> freaking 24. Just, just he's think. So, he's so damn good, too, man. Yeah. Just think about this. Like, the, the past years where Columbus has actually had a good team, the fact that they were, after Seth Jones left, they were able to keep Rowanski around, and they got Liney to stick around, and now he's got Johnny Goudreau. Like, come on. Yarmo, you're doing great things. If he just gets a sick ass center, like someone that the the league general league loves, and people just general hockey fans love to get to come to Columbus, holy smokes, they could be they could be a, a, a great team to watch. Um, he just needs to find a center, but they have no cap space, so I don't know where you would ever find a center yeah, after you have to do some trades. But um, I think you'd have to get like they got the Gustav Nyquist um, coming off. After this year, and then if you could somehow move Gabranson, if it doesn't work out, that frees up like nine and a half, and you can find some six center. But I give them a they B. Need, they need a damn good center. I'm giving them a B. All right, I am also going to give them a B. I, I Gabranson signing also brings it down for me, but um, getting the big fish to fall your way is always a great thing. 
and having line A stick around on that top line, that just creates one of the most lethal top just lines. Crank in nineties. Oh, also their defense is young. Very young. Their oldest defenseman is Gubranson. He's 30. That's not that old. It's not that old. Wow. Yeah. The they have a young, young D, and I I like it. All right. Let's get to probably if I what was your grade? Well, a B. Okay. B B B minus. Got it. Yeah. Um yes. Well, let's go to probably the most active team um just in terms of everything surrounding them Ooh. we are going to go to the calgary flames here um <laughs> did you actually right. think it was the penguins? did you think we were going with the penguins right now yeah because brands are booing yeah it's tough no nope, calgary um so they started off with a two-year, $3.75 million contract to Nikita Zadorov. Um, that's, uh, that's Brandon's guy. Um, I love yeah. They also signed Kevin Rooney to a two-year, $1.3 mil contract. Um, Who? Huh? Who's that? Who? Kevin Rooney. Who? Okay. Um, Never heard of him. And then, well, this, I guess, was ended up being a sign-and-trade, really. Um, Matthew Kachuk signed a eight-year, $9.5 million deal. Who? Actually, what? Matthew Kachuk. He's in Florida now. I know, but he signed with Calgary and then got traded. No, no, no. He got traded and signed with the oh, yeah. Panthers. Sure. I'm looking at it right now. It was a sign-in trade, Derek. It was the first ever in the league sign-in trade. He was a Twitter guy. <laughs> it was not. I swear it to God. It says an eight-year deal it. with Calgary on the 22nd. When did he get traded? On the 22nd. I swear I'm going to slap Derek silly. What? Please do. Please do. So I just, I, Am I the only live, person in the world? If you lived closer to Derek, I would love to just see you come up, like pop up on his screen and just smack the shit out of him. I would punch you in the mouth. Anyway, I did not know it was a sign and trade. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah it was a sign and trade. All I saw was Johnny Gaudreau, or no, Chuck had traded and then signed deal with Florida. That's what I thought happened. But yeah, I mean, Brad Tree living. Yeah, Brad Tree living. Well, because typically. Typically, it's like they did. They discuss the trade, and then like it's a pre-negotiation, and the player's like, "Yeah, I'll sign if you trade me here." Like, and they God, talk. how disgusting is that? That a, that a fucking oh, okay, that makes more sense because he was an RFA. Okay, okay, okay. Yep. Um, but in that trade, that said Ugh. Matthew Kachuk to Florida, Ugh. the Flames got back Jonathan Huberdeau, Mackenzie Weger, and Cole Schwint, as well as a 2025 first-round pick, which is conditional. Obviously, What's the conditions? On, huh? What's the conditions? I would assume it's probably playtime for Kachuk. It's probably um, like distance and playoffs. Yeah, if Kachuk plays a certain amount of games, or yeah, it could be playoffs as well. Um, then probably amount of time he chooses his mouth guard. Yeah. Well, it also how many mouth guards like, do you think he goes through through a season? Oh wait, hold on. Sorry, I've, I've got the conditions right here. Sorry. Uh, if the 2025 first round pick that Florida sent to Calgary is a lottery pick, resulting yeah, in Calgary receiving Florida's um, 
2026 first round pick instead. So if, if it's a lottery pick, it gets moved to 2026 instead of 2025. Um, the fourth round pick that Calgary sent to Florida would then also sign a uh, slide to 2026. Hmm. Yeah. Very strange condition. I don't know. It, basically it's all about uh, Calgary not sucking. If Calgary doesn't suck, then um, they won't. Then it's going to stay the way it is. But if they do, then all of a sudden it, everything gets moved to 2026 instead. But yeah, that's basically it for Calgary. What a busy offseason. They lose basically the heart and soul of, um, of that team. I mean, maybe if you count uh, Goudreau as they the lost two of the best wingers in the game. Yeah, it's crazy. What but then they added in that trade, which I, may I add is a massive W by them. Huberto is arguably, I'd say he's more skilled. The more complete player than you probably want in the playoffs would be Matthew Kachuk. But Huberto set the record for most assists by left wing last year. Um, he's disgusting. And they added Mackenzie Weger. Like Panthers, what the fuck are you doing? And they got a prospect and a first round pick. That's unreal. Yeah. Also, that's got to feel kind of slimy that, like, it's weird. It's like tree living's like, yeah, here, I'll, let me make sure my girl gets in the Uber, and then she, you, she can go to your place and you guys can smash. You know what I mean? Like, he signed the contract. He's like, all right, yeah, I'll sign the contract, but I'm still trading. Like, here you go. It's fucking weird, man. I don't, I, ugh, you gotta feel a little weird signing that and knowing you're trading this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a good analogy? That, like that, was, a, that was a beautiful On the fly. analogy. On the fly. That was incredible. But he did – I will give him this, though. He did tremendous in that trade. I mean, getting Huberto and Uyghur, yeah, you got to sign him, but both of them have already come out and said, yeah, I want to be here long term. That's – I mean, that's a massive W, I think, by Calgary. I mean, he made a splash after losing two of his top players. He's got someone that's still played with Lindholm at an elite level. I mean, come on. That's pretty good. Yep. Yep. Love Um, that for them. Brandon, your thoughts before – GM grades. Mm, I don't like training away Matthew Chuck. Like I said, like Derek said, heart and soul of the team. I mean, come on. I didn't say that, Brian did. Okay. I said Goudreau was kind of the heart and soul of the team, but yeah, the I mean oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm not gonna I'm gonna blame you know, I don't know. It's tough because you know you lose those awesome players, but you also get Jonathan Huberio, who's like all like all world, like great, great. One of the forward. best wingers in the game. Yeah, yeah and Mackenzie Weger is a solid defenseman. Um, so I mean, you you got the the best you could out of the trade. I just think like I just uh, I don't know like it's tough because I, I your moves are okay, and I don't know. I just I don't like Calgary without Goudreau or Kachuk, but you know uh, we'll see. I, I give him up. Huh. I don't know. They, they gain Uyghur. He's going to play on top pair with Tanev, no? That's a know, pretty yeah. damn good pair. Isn't, Tanev, isn't Tanev a right, a right side defenseman? Because isn't oh, Uyghur? No, Uyghur's left yeah. side. Uyghur's left he's side. Right, he's a righty, but he did play with Ekblad on the left side. He played left side, Ekblad played right. Oh, so he can play both? Yeah. Yeah. He, he, I mean, okay. Uyghur's, Uyghur's it was awesome for them last year, man. Yeah. Mm, okay. I do see now that. On uh, Cat Friendly and Uyghur is a, a left slash right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, you 
I don't think you got any worse. Um, just sucks that you lost like two guys that are probably like with the core of your team of good draw. But I mean, if the chemistry is good with Huberto and Weger coming in, then it really doesn't matter if your chemistry is going to like be good. Yeah. But you know, Goudreau and Kachuk made decisions to leave, so they wanted. I think once Goudreau was like, "I'm out," I think Kachuk was like, "Yeah, me too." Because if they, if he, if Goudreau stayed, I think Kachuk stays as well. Mm-hmm. But, so, hey, it's gonna be pretty cool seeing the Kachuks in the same division this year. Be cool. I be cool. I'm gonna give Calgary's GM C plus. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Because you lost two great guys, but you gained Huberto and Uyghur. So you made your decor stronger, and you still – like, you lost two great forwards, but you gained, again, one. You got one. You didn't lose two forwards and not gain a good forward. So, I mean, I can't blame him because he tried with Petrock and Goudreau. Like, you tried. You lost Goudreau for nothing, but at least you didn't lose Petrock cool. for nothing. He gave up he, – he was going to give Goudreau such a big contract. Also, they still got to re-sign uh, Andrew Mangiapane, who had a career year last year. So they keep him. The wingers stay well. I think they need to add another piece. Mangiapane is uh, RFA. Yeah. Also, the offseason is not over. There's still free agents out there. Let's just put that first and foremost. We're we're grading the guys and the like their grades or what they've done so far. Yep. There's not a ton out there, but there's enough to like fill in spots. The like Calgary thing needs to add a couple more guys. They got caps, decent cap space. So, um, I bet you they C plus. I think I think the recovery of losing your top two wingers and then at least adding one of the best in the league, all the while adding a top two. I mean, Weir's a top three defenseman on any competitive team. I think. I think he's awesome. I think he's great. So, I want to give him a a B minus. Like B, B minus, like right there because, like I said, obviously they lost Goudreau. That sucks for nothing. But the Kachuk trade, they 110% won that, especially if Uyghur and Huberto signed, which they have already um, said they are interested in being there long term. So in this prospect they got, it's pretty good, I heard. Um, first round pick, I mean, that's damn good work, I think, by the GM recovering after what could have been an absolute disaster of an offseason. You he also – Not so bad. You also still have 9.3 in cap space. That's what I'm saying. They're going to sign Manji and Pani, probably do a decent deal, then add another player because I think – They need a center. Right, currently, they only have nine players under contract in the forward group. They um, Manji and Pani gets signed, it's 10. They so also have a lot add. of – They have a lot of defensemen signed. So I, I bet you they they are gonna free up some more cap space with trades, pick up some the depth guys. Are pretty good still. They got. They're gonna, oh, they're gonna get some depth guys. I wouldn't be Monica. surprised if they sign Kadri. Imagine if they get Kadri. They should be in on him, but Monahan's coming off IR. Forgot about him. He needs a massive bounce back here. He was horrendous. Mm. So, um, my grade, I'm kind of with Derek on this, honestly. I'll probably go B minus because just the fact that they they dug themselves completely out of a hole that they were about to be like too it was this close to being fucking disaster. Exactly. Like you this close. This GM completely kept them out of a rebuild, which is good enough for me to get him out of the C range. Um, because originally it was gonna be like a C or C minus, but 
just the fact that he completely kept them out of a rebuild, I will take it. But he's only a B minus because one, you lose two of your best players in the history of your franchise. And um, secondly, I don't know what the what the line chemistry will be like because I mean that first line was unbelievable last year in Calgary. Um, I think it was like the like it, it was one of the first lines in a it was long a top, time. Maybe. It was a top line in the league. It was. I don't know, but like it, it was one of the first lines, if not the first line, to um, have all three guys score about a hundred points. I think it was or over ninety points. Really. I could be I could be wrong. It's something like that though, where I mean there was just some stupid stat that was thrown. By the way, end of the day, you're just trying to say that team was massively productive and a big part of why they had success last season. Yeah. And yeah. so either way, I, I think keeping them out of the rebuild is a massive, massive thing. But let's roll on to um, the Pittsburgh Penguins. <laughs> Sorry. Um that's uh, they were also a pretty busy team kind of after the frenzy um so they ended up signing Malkin back um that was the night before free agent frenzy it's like so, dude that shit was at like 2 a.m <laughs> yeah um a four year 6.1 million dollar uh contract and then they actually signed uh Jan, Jan Ruda for three years, 2.75, then also signed um, Kasperi Kapanen back for two years, 3.2, and then signed Dan Heinen for a one-year, one mil. Um, and then they did some trades, and this is where it gets a little funky for them. Um, so two trades in the same day they sent John Marino to the Devils to acquire Ty Smith and a third round pick in 2023 and then they sent Mike Matheson and a 2023 fourth round pick to uh, Montreal for Jeff Petrie and Ryan Poling um, very busy couple days for them I've bounced back and forth on this offseason for Pittsburgh, and I cannot make up my mind whether I like it or not. Um, obviously, keeping the core that has been so great to the city of Pittsburgh together is huge. Um, but like adding a $6.25 million contract to Jeff Petrie causes a little bit of concern for a team with cap issues. Um, Petrie, Petrie. It's, you know what, Derek, it's the same thing. Um, shut up. So, um, again, and also getting rid of Mike Matheson, who was given, I think he was a little bit inconsistent at some times, but he was also beside the tang and was pretty dang good beside the tank for a lot of the years. So, um, and Petrie, Petrie is old. Don't know what exactly you're going to get out of him, but he's been very good over the course of his time. So um, I don't know. I, I think I think the cap the cap is going to hurt them at some point um, because of these contracts that they've just kind of they just kind of keep rolling out. But uh, yeah, they're currently 1.4 million into the uh, into the red. 
in terms of cap space. But yeah, that's their off season, a big off season for Pittsburgh. One of the biggest that I can remember uh, recently for them. Um, yeah. Uh, the term was crazy on what on the Malkin and uh, the Latang deals. But again, the more years, the less cap hit. These guys are getting old as shit. Um, their average age on offense is 29. It's 29 and a half on defense. That is pretty damn high. They're one of the oldest teams in the league. I think they actually um, might be the oldest with now um, the signing of Petri. 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 Yeah, Petri, yeah. Petri. Um, relax. Um, I do like – I mean, I just like Jan Ruda because he's on Tampa. I don't know how he's going to do on Pittsburgh without Victor Hedman on his left side. So he could get exposed. We'll see. But he's a damn good skater, and he has a lot of experience. So I think that's a solid signing for them. I do like them bringing in Petrie. He did not have a good last year in Montreal, but he still got the dog in him. I yeah, think. Like, who I think did have a good last off- year in Montreal? Exactly. They sucked. They were um, I think he'll do well in Pittsburgh. Um, but he he's like on like on Montreal. He was like, well, obviously Weber was hurt. He was PP one. He'll be PP two behind Latang because Latang is just too damn good snapping that puck around. Um, but he, I think he'll be a good number three defenseman behind Latang and Dumoulin pair. He'll probably pair with Ruder or Pedersen. Um, I think long term, maybe this is a short term. I feel like, never mind, I'm not even going to talk about Dumoulin. I was going to say they might not assign him because they won't have the cap space. Uh, and, and Ty Smith might be his, the, his uh, replacement in the coming years. Young left shot defenseman. Um, I do like that they got Ty Smith in that return. Marino was a little bit of a head scratcher. I think all Penguins fans can agree with that. Um, they didn't seem to like that trade too much because uh, Marino was pretty damn solid back there. Heinen is under undercover signing there. It's not bad. Um, kind of keep the bottom six intact. Kapanen, dude's got to step up. He sucked. Inconsistent. Hasn't been that great with Pittsburgh. Um yeah, I mean, I think they had a pretty, obviously, very busy offseason. I, I, I don't mind their signings on paper. They look like a damn good team to me still. Um, getting Casey to Smith as well um, to be a backup. He was pretty bad during the regular season, but he showed glimpses of being pretty damn competent in the playoffs. Tristan Jari out. Um, Penguins, I mean, what can I say? Fuck you. Um Nobody likes you, but um, I don't know. I guess I can give my grade now. No, I'm going to sit on it. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to sit on it. I'm going to sit and spin for a bit. Um, but overall, I think it's a pretty good offseason. Getting Malkin, he said he's going to go to free agency, and then, they get, and then Sid shows up at the front doorstep of uh, was it Ron Hexall. Is that their GM? Yeah. Yeah, and he goes, dude, you're fucking signing him. He's like, yes, sir, I'm sorry. Um, so Crosby's major part why Malkin's back. Um, I think that's good. I think they, it's good to get Latang and Malkin. Um, Malkin, point per game player last year, just has to play more consistent. Um, or not, sorry, he did play pretty consistent. He needs to not get injured so often. So I, I like the signings. I mean, they did a good job, right? I mean, I don't see yeah. why not. They're keeping Sid, Malkin, and Latang together forever. Um, yeah. 
I'll, I'm going to think about the grade. I think it's better than a C plus, but we'll see. Um, overall, kept the team intact. They got a solid roster going in. They just need guys to step up that didn't perform last year. That's all. Right. Um, I'm going to go through this stuff real quick. Um, Rust, too many years. Latang, too many years, but what are you going to do? He's a great defenseman. Probably a Hall of Famer for him. Probably yeah. to retire coming through. Uh, Malkin, mm, four years. It's not bad. He's still a very good uh, forward. Uh, just make your team old for a while. Raquel, hate that term at five. But five million is not a bad cap hit. Just hate that term. Uh, I'm not sure how much he did for them playing third line. He was, so He was pretty he well. Dang good for yeah. – Probably play with Sid next year. Um, if he plays with Sid, that would be better. Uh, Jan Ritter liked that signing. Um, I, mean, I don't think he's going to play with Sid next year. It's going to be Sid Gensel and Rust again. Probably will be play with fucking Malcolm then. Yeah, I mean, it's um, literally apples and oranges. Or not – Or will play with Jeff Carter. Who knows? I, I think – Ron Hextall did the best with what he had with what he had. Um, you're gonna go and overpay salary cap wise to players in the free agency. So did the best with what he could. You know, it's just one of those things where you know you have to accept the team's gonna be old, but they're gonna be good for the next, you know, three years. They'll be good, I still think. You're just gonna be old. And you're just gonna have to expect all the, all the old dogs to keep fighting. The trades. Um, I like John Marino, but you get Ty Smith, who's uh, still on an entry level, going to be a really good defenseman, I think. Uh, I got Jeff Petrie, who's probably going to be a very good defenseman when he's playing with a good team. And you got Ryan Failing, who can play depth guy, and he's kind of slacked off, but I think that's just the Montreal culture that got to him. So I think good trades, you know, decent signings. Not a big fan of Hextall, but, you know, with what he had, he did his best, I think. Um, I think it was better to stay out of the free agent frenzy, given where their team's at. You know, that's just, that could have been a mess. You could have been signing guys and gotten even worse contracts on your books yeah. for years to come. So, I'm gonna give them a, I'm gonna give them a, um, give them a C, C plus. Wow. Um, all in all, signing the big three was the priority this offseason and basically giving them all one last uh, hoorah for a couple of years. And you got pieces around them that I think can do that. And I think Hextall, after I've said, sat and thought about this for weeks, I actually, I do think it was a pretty dang good offseason for Pittsburgh because they're, yeah, they're old, but like Crosby really doesn't play old. Malkin does, but like Latang doesn't play old. Um, like these guys, they, they still skate with the best of them. They still can can move the puck with the best of them. Um, and Pittsburgh is always a force in the playoffs because of those three. So I think as long as you have those three around, and that was the goal this offseason, I think Pittsburgh is going to be fine and adding a really good defensive guide to be back there and uh, which defense let them down big time. They're down the stretch. Jari's only getting better. So shoot, uh, I'll go B plus. I think Hextall did a pretty dang good job. 
I'm in, yeah. I'm changing mine to a B minus. Oh, oh, boo. I only said C plus because I didn't think they did much. And I was like thinking in my head that they didn't really, they kept the team mostly the same, they didn't really improve. But then I'm thinking like Jeff Petrie is a pretty solid defenseman. Wait, I think so, Matheson. So sure. you did improve your, I think you did improve the team. Even though I like John Marino, I do like John Marino, but you need cap space to be freed up. And you got a third round pick and a young, a younger defenseman. So I'm going to go B minus because he did improve the team. You know, I'm not a big fan. Yeah, huh? what really kills me is that there's like the term in the uh, on the yeah um, those two contracts but, with Latang and Malkin. Like yeah. Malkin's, I think he's gonna be 41. Like when his contract ends, I think it is, um, or something like that. It's uh, which he's 35. Oh no, sorry, he's gonna be 39 when his contract ends, mm-hmm. uh, making 6.1 mil. Latang's gonna be 41 when his ends. When was the last time Malkin played a full season? It's been a while. Exactly. So, like, 6.1 could loom a little large by the time he's 39. But, I mean, for right now, he's still a big walk and he's still putting up a point a game. So, the last time he almost played a full 82 was 17 18. He played 78 games and 98 points. He's pretty good when he plays. Well, so if you you look at the (laughs) cap, he's pretty good. He's only played 82 games twice in his career without his age. If you look at the cap hit, he's a first-line center on any other team, pretty much. He's just playing behind Crosby, so he's a second-line center. So 6.1 is pretty good. Tudor, what's the cap sign? Fucking Batram and Ovi to 6.1. Good Lord. I wish they did, but they did. Anyway, I didn't get my grade. I'm going B. All right. Like the moves. The moves are pretty good. Marino, eh. But they they're gonna be a damn they're gonna be a pretty damn good team in the Metro next year, man. They are. Brian, you said B plus. I did. All I right. Did. Um, let me get to our next. They really need Jason Zucker, though. They really need him to do fucking something. You can't get under ten goals. They do have a lot of depth on paper. They still they do have a lot of depth. A so. ton of depth. You know, um, I could be wrong though, but didn't um, wasn't Zucker hurt? For a lot of the year last year, yes, but he played forty-one games at seventeen points. Yeah. Not good. Two assists in five games on the offs. Not good. Fair. Any more out of him? He can be a thirty-goal scorer, but he's not for some reason with the Penguins. All right. Well, let's move on to our next team. Um, we've got three more remaining. Florida Panthers. Jesus. Yeah, I know. We might have to speed this up a little bit. Yeah, here we go. Um, So starting July 13th, um, they signed – I'll give it Nick Nick Cousins for two years, 1.1 mil. Um, They really did not make any any big signings whatsoever. Um, Colin White. Yeah. Yeah, Colin White for a year, 1.2. Rated. Um, they couldn't, man. They're up against the cap. They're over the cap right now. Yeah, uh, but it really was just the uh, the trades that obviously helped them out big time. Um, so they ended up getting uh, Max Domi. Did they? No. Oh, uh, Domi's in Carolina. Chicago. Got Max Domi. No. no. At the deadline, but now he's in Chicago. Max Domi's in Chicago. 
Dude, what the what happened? Oh, you're exactly right. I, I did not read the date on that. Damn it, Brian. Yeah, read the date. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad on me. Bad hosting. Sorry. Um, but it really was just getting Kachuk. Um, and they, the offseason was and the conditional fourth round pick that could turn into a 2026 fourth round pick. So it, um, but yeah, they added Matthew Kachuk. That's Florida. Florida. That's all um, he did was get Mac and Chuck. They lost Great player. Huberto and Mackenzie Weger. Huberto and Weger, dude. Stop. And Weger. Stop. Listen. I think this is actually, I, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and give my grade. I think it's like a C minus. That was going to be my grade. Whoa. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, Kachuk is great and all, but like you lost a guy who had well over 100 points. You lost a solid offensive defenseman. Um, he's a good two-way man. He killed penalties too. Yeah. I know you know Uyghur because your fantasy points went up crazy because he kept scoring granite goals. Yeah. Um, hey, Uyghur, you doing? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, look, I think Florida probably got worse. Um, yeah, their defense doesn't look pro- the defense doesn't look that as strong without Uyghur. Without Uyghur, they it's crazy what one guy will do, but they on paper they don't look as strong. They got Eflad. Their number two is. Montour, and then after that, it's Gudis. Like, dude, what? You yeah. have no cap space to make any more moves. There's three million over the cap. Um, I may have to do something here. I don't know, but um, I mean, they just got Matt Kachuk. Kachuk's awesome, and he's a way different player. I've already said this, but he's he he's a grinder and a goal scorer. Like, he does everything. He's a fucking rat. He's already saying he hates Tampa. He was in Florida for one day. I love that he keeps rivalry going. I thought that was great. We need that drama in the NHL. It's hilarious. Um, as a Lightning fan, I'm not very. I'm not going to be very happy watching these games because Panthers already play like, like super. Like it's already super chippy. Now Mac and Chuck is thrown into the mix. Oh boy, Battle of Florida is going to look awesome next year. Um, he's great and all, but I'm like borderline D plus C minus with this. I still think massive W. For Calgary in that trade, um, Florida doesn't have a first-round pick for like five, six years now. Um, not great. I mean, I saw something earlier today. It's like they acquired um, two months of Giroux, two months of Sherratt, and Matt Kachuk, and they gave up Huberto, Uyghur, um, Cole Swint, um, like two firsts and a fourth. Like, they gave up a shit ton, dude. I don't think that's great. Um it's just, yeah, I'm, I don't want to give him D plus because Matt Kachuk brings it back up to a C level. So I'll go C, just a C, no C minus, no C plus, C. Because right now they're over the cap and they got rid of one of the best left wingers in the game and a their number two defenseman. Yep. They're lucky they got Matt Kachuk in return because this is this is like D level management right now. They have don't have a first round pick until like fucking forever it's it's bad so they need to somehow move that Bobrovsky 10 million dollar a year contract because that is not looking good right now they're not going to have much cap flexibility in the coming years although Hornquist doesn't come off the books at 5.3 that he's not even close to worth comes off the books next offseason so that might help them out a bunch but I'm saying man on paper the defense doesn't look that great they couldn't make any additions because they're over the cap 
Um, but I guess it's good they got Mackinchuk. I can go on and on about this trade, but anyway, they got they get a C. Yeah, I want to say D plus. Honestly, it's just over the cap defense isn't as good as they should be. I'm sticking with C. Fuck it. Brandon. D plus. What? D plus. That's my okay. Grade. I thought you said B plus. I was about to say you yeah. said it. Yeah. I need to there. Um, you had Matthew Kachuk. You know, I think he's going to be a stud in Florida. You have him for a long time. Huge contract, but you lost Stuber. You lost where your D got worse. That's yeah, that's why your, your your forward uh-huh. group probably stayed the same because I think Matthew Kachuk and Hubert are like I think Kachuk. Oh, for sure. Kachuk upgrades. The, the forwards a little bit only because he's more physical and he brings more personality and edge to the team, but you mm-hmm. you lose Uyghur and you don't have any cap space. Yeah. You don't have any cap space to replace him. So D plus. And you have no first round picks. You're giving up the freaking future. I the love team. the grade. For, it's just, I mean, it's despicable. I love it. Like it is. going off what Derek saw with that thing, do you've gotten – Nothing. You've given up so much for nothing. Two months of Claude room bench rot for it's just the amount of picks and like the prospects have given up. They give up Owen Tippett to uh to Philly. Yeah, they they give up Owen Tippett as well. I gotta find that tweet, man, because it was ridiculous. Brutal, brutal. Oh, by the way, let's add him to the offseason that uh they fired Andrew Burnett. They didn't fire him, they just didn't want to make him the head coach, so he left. What are you doing? Not well, yeah, they hired they basically hired someone else. What are you doing? Resigning them. Yeah. You serious? You're trading away all your first round picks. You're trading away. Boys. Three first round picks, Huberto, Uyghur, two prospects of third and fourth for two months of Claude Giroux, two months of Ben Sturat, and Matthew Kachuk. There it is, right there. That is horrendous. Horrendous. Hey, you know I get you're going for the cup. Like you had to make that move for Giroux, I guess, and Sharat, but they still all all of that just to get swept in the second round, baby. <laughs> The only reason Panthers suck that my grade is not an F. The only reason it's not an F is because you got Matthew Kachuk and you locked him up for eight years. Literally the only reason he keeps it up, keeps the average up. It's horrendous. Otherwise, otherwise the GM, you know, who's deciding on who to hire for a head coach and who not to resign and train away all these first round picks and you're training with Jonathan Huberto. Fuck you. You're an idiot. Well done. Hey, Zito's uh, right. on fire, eh? Yeah, I would I would be a better GM in Florida than that guy. I have no right, experience. I have no I have no right, being near the NHL. Let's move on to the Washington Capitals. Um, mode in the background. So let's actually start mm-hmm. with the trades here. What? Nothing. Okay. Washington Caps. Let's go Caps. Um. Uh, uh, uh. The Cavs sent Vitek Vanacek and a 2022 second-round pick uh, to the Devils. In return, they got a 2022 second and a 2022 third. Um, then they uh, sent a 2024 second-round pick to Ottawa in return for Connor Brown. And then for signings-wise, starting July 13th, they got uh, Eric Gustafsson, um, 800K, um, which – we did. I think we all kind of agree he might end up on the back of the blue line. 
He will with um yeah. he's gonna be TBR's partner, hundred yeah. percent. Um they signed ended up signing two goalies since they lost Samsonov and uh Vanacek. They ended up signing um Charlie Lingren, who was the backup to the backup in New York. Um and then uh Darcy. Uh, however, however, something to note about Lingren, he pitched a shutout his only game last year. St. Louis. Yeah. He was behind Huso and Oh Lingren. yes, sorry, 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 yes. And he pitched a shutout in his only game last year, I believe, right? Did he? Or no, sorry, he was no five and zero. Oh. I think it was five and zero. Oh. He was five and zero oh with a one two two nine eight nine five eight save percentage. Yeah. yeah, don't mind me. My brain's jumbled. But yes, he was he really really good in five games. But uh, moving on, but they also got um, the the largest goalie on the block, and that was uh, Darcy Kemper for a five year five point two five million dollar contract. Um, then later on, uh, by the way, they brought back Mojo Marcus Johansson. For a one-year, mm-hmm. 1.1 mil contract, and then they got Dylan Strom, a 25-year-old center, on a one-year, 3.5 mil contract. So, um, in reality, uh, I, I I will give it a B plus, um, and they f- they probably fixed the goalie issues. Um, they got a veteran in there, which is good. Um, they lost both of the goalies that they had and brought in a guy with little experience and lingering, but it was good in his little experience. Um, but they got a, another center, which is huge. Um, us watching the caps quite a bit. We know they need a, some might even say massive. Yeah. Yeah. They need a young center and they got that in Dylan Strom, who could be a really good player. Um, in that in that one year contract, uh, and then uh, getting Connor Brown as well. Uh, Connor Brown, twenty eight years old, uh, had thirty nine points in sixty four games last year for uh, Ottawa. But also, I mean, his last three years, he's had forty three points for thirty five and thirty nine. So um, solid. You can score. Um, and yeah, I'm gonna give it a B plus. They figured they fixed some holes in the in the, in the final. Um, I like pretty much everything Ramathon did. I said they should sign Kemp. I think what did I tell you guys? They should sign Kemper. I said three years, six million. They gave him five years, five and a half. So you know, pretty much the same almost, just a little extra term. Cheaper than what I said. I said they should sign Strom for a one-year deal for three million. Which what do they give him? Is it three point? So very close, but still the one-year deal. And I said they need to get a better defense on the left side with my guy, Nikita Zadorov. They didn't, but they got Eric Gustafson, who I like as well, and they got him for stupid cheap. 800 to 800K. Yes. Yep. So I did not expect the Brown trade, though. I think it's a great trade. Second-round pick for a top-six winger. So I think that's great. Um, I like to re-sign Mojo. Keep Mojo in the caps. He's a cap. That guy just looks so great in caps uniform. Um, and I like Charlie Lindgren. I think Lindgren's so young, isn't he? 28. 28. Okay, so he's not old, you know, and it's given this guy a chance to play. I think the goalies were very much upgraded. Um Samsonov reminded me way too much of Varlamov when we had Varlamov when he was young. 
and he was like, it was him or Norbert, and he was like, coming into camp, he's like, make me the starter or trade me. And they were like, dude, you got to compete for it. Like, no. So they traded him. So, I mean, I think Sam Sarno was just expecting to be given the starting spot, but he wasn't earning it. So glad to get him out of there. Wasn't the best of luck in Toronto, but glad he's out. Um, VTech, I loved VTech. I just thought, you know, just inconsistent. So I'm glad we upgraded the goaltenders. Um, I'm hoping the D, you know, stands tall and improves. Um, and then I thought the offensive upgrades were great. I love Dylan Strom. I like. I hope we keep him for years to come. I think he's gonna be. He could be a great center. Um, the only unfortunate thing is like bringing all these guys. It like takes away from potential for McMichael and Lapierre, but it gives all these guys. You still have the opportunity to compete for spots. Um. So, my grade is you know obviously I wish we would have traded for John Gibson, but then you have to. It's like John Gibson much better than Darcy Kemper in my opinion, but you have to pay to get Gibson where you can just pay Kemper to come play for you. So, yeah. Also, I'm not I'm not really complaining about a guy who. Just won a cup. Yeah. Not uh, complaining about that size of net either. What is he, 6'5"? It's always good to have a 6'5 gold. He is pretty big. Um, Brian McCullen finally is starting to make some moves. But only because we have Backstrom out. And he's going to be on LTIR. That's the only reason he was able to make moves. I, if Backstrom's not injured, I bet you Brian McCullen doesn't make any moves. Yeah, probably not. Um, so this could be a blessing. You don't need to. You don't need to. It could be a blessing in disguise that Backstrom's injury is allowing us to bring some new guys in here, some younger guys, fast guys. Um, I give Brian McClellan an A. Big time A. Eric? Like it's bold, it's italicized, it's underlined. It's an A for me. I am explanation point. I'm a, bi- I'm a biased, I'm a biased Caps fan, but I'm just finally happy that we did something in the offseason rather than just sit and just watch us continue to age and continue to get knocked down in the first round. Listen, the Caps did everything they could. They they filled in what they needed to, right? Um, the goalie tandem is much better than it was last year. So much better. Lingren and Kemper give you that nice little one-two punch, I think. Um, if Kemper – I think if Kemper – I, I, I wasn't all that impressed with his play with Colorado, to be honest. Play well enough, obviously, to get the cup, whatever. Um, I think if he can play a slightly better, the Caps are in great shape. Um, still think he's better than both Vanacek and Sam Zonoff. I think Lingren is, like, right in there with them as well. Um, he obviously had a small sample size, but the small sample size was damn good last year when he filled in for the St. Louis. And he was awesome in the minors last year for Springfield uh, Thunderbirds, who went to the Calder Cup final, mind you. So um, he played well. Um, I really like that goalie tandem. You needed a, a sixth defenseman. You got one. He's a puck-moving defenseman with a shutdown guy like PVR in the third pair. Like it. Um, Backstrom's on LTIR. You needed a second line center. McMichael's not ready. Lapierre's not ready. Boom. You get Dylan Strome. Had a career year last year with Chicago. They were shit. Yeah, he played with good players, but look who he's got to play with in Washington. TJ Oshie, Anthony Mantha. We got wingers. All right. We got depth. Speaking of depth, that's where Connor Brown comes in. I love that. He is a grinder. 
He's a PKer. I don't know why, but since they got him, I don't know why I think this, but him and Lars Eller are going to be a good pair together. I, I, I have Who? a feeling for some reason. Who? Connor Brown and oh. Lars Eller. I think Connor Brown plays top six. My AirPods just died. Um, but no, I think one. Well, you got you got to you guys got to keep this in mind. Wilson will not be back until probably December. When he comes back, I think Connor Brown. Like the, I'm talking, like the playoff push. He's probably going to be third line. Probably. So, I wouldn't mind seeing them try a grinder like him on a line with Oshi or sorry, Ovi and Kuzi. That would be kind of sick. Um, can't take Wilson depth, off, man. The winger depth's good. The center's like that is a perfect like Strom is I, arguably a much better skater than Backstrom. Backstrom is not known for skater. I think he's got a little more scoring touch than Backstrom. Backstrom's more of a playmaker. I really like that they signed Dylan Strom. That was awesome. GM BM was aggressive. He uh, if you're a captain and you're not excited to go into the season, you're brain dead because this is gonna, I, I have a good feeling that it could be exciting. They're going to start the season without Tom Wilson, though. He is an X factor on the team. You need him. We noticed that in the playoffs. I think they'll be just fine because of all these ads that the GM made. A, 100% it's an A. It just is. Um, the defense is pretty much the same, though. But Gustafson, I like that with TVR. Um, Schultz is okay. But TVR getting the full time, I think he's really going to step up this year. Him and Gustafson are going to uh, mesh very well. So they filled all the holes they needed, really. Um, Strom was one of the top center UFAs out there, and the Caps got him. So I'll take it. Yes, you want Condry, but don't have the cap space. You needed to spread out the cap space to get guys like Connor Brown, you know, the goalie tandem, everything. So, um, I think it's an A. I'm excited. I cannot wait to be in cap one. Coming up All right, up. let's move on to our last team, uh, and then we will quickly hit some, um, some. Other news, uh, let's go to the Seattle Kraken here. So since July 13th, they have been very busy. Brian, what was your grade for the Caps? B plus. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. Um, they, the Seattle Kraken uh, signed Andre Burakovsky to a five-year, $5.5 million contract. They signed Billy Martin Jones to a one-year, $2 million contract. They signed uh, two, uh, Justin Schultz to a two-year, $3 million contract. They also signed Morgan Geeky to a one-year, $1.4 million contract, and Ryan Donato to a $1.2 million contract for one year. And then they also traded for Oliver Bjorkstrand, who, if he can refine himself, can easily be a 30- to 40-goal scorer. Um Big offseason for the Kraken after a very disappointing first year. Um, I'll wait to give my grade. There's a lot going on. They did, by the way, they did sign uh, Shane Wright to a three-year, $950,000 contract. So that plays big into the offseason that they got Shane Wright um, as well. So thoughts on uh, on the bounce back from the first shit show of a season? Um. I'll go first. They have great winger depth now. I really like their winger depth. I still don't think they have a star first-line center. But I will say this. They have the nastiest one-two punch down center for, like, a future. 
maybe besides Heisher and Hughes in Shane Wright and Matty Beniers. They're going to be so damn good. Them two at center, like that's – they're 18 and 19 years old. That's what you build your franchise around. That's awesome. Like I, if I'm Seattle and I'm Shane Wright, like whatever you stare down the table, Montreal, I'm ecstatic. That is awesome. I probably mentioned this last pod, but I love that for them. Um, so in the future, yes, they're going to have an elite center, one-two punch. But right now, I mean, Gord's really good. And McCann's – I know it's Wenberg is their center, but I, I do like their winger depth. I think they got slightly better. Their defense, though, they added Justin Schultz. That's it. Um, they didn't really upgrade too much. I guess that is a slight bump. Um, Martin Jones, why? Um, that must mean they're trading Chris Drieger because right now they have three NHL caliber goalies. Not going to say good ones. They honestly have three backups right now as their goalies. I still don't think Grubauer is all that good, but we'll see if he has a bounce back season. They should um, send Drieger to Buffalo. They should send him somewhere because they have three goalies. So does San Jose. But anyway. Um, How much term does Drieger have? Two more years at three and a half. Um, he, he's probably going to go somewhere and be a starter or a backup. Um, they, should he, send him, they should send him. Can they can't just have three. It's weird. Um, Yorkshire, I like the pickup for them. He can be damn good. Burkoff, he's good. Um, Klingberg's still out there. I think if they get Klingberg, the grade will change, but we're doing what's going on right now. They didn't really upgrade the defense all that much. It's okay. Veneers, and if Wright makes the team, I think that would be exciting. They're going to be fun to watch. He will. Because if he doesn't, he's going to have to go play juniors. He's not playing juniors. Yeah, because we'll just light it the fuck up. Uh, winger depth's good. So, yeah, okay, I gotta. I guess you kind of got to integrate uh, Shane Wright. Him dropping is awesome for them. Uh, the moves um, Ron Francis made, pretty decent. Um, I'll give him a C plus. I mean, it's not. I'm not all that impressed with it. Sure, they added Burakovsky and Bjorkstrand. They, I mean, they didn't add Shane. I guess they did technically add Shane Wright, but they drafted him. Um I mean, C plus. It's not. I'm not all that impressed, really. They're unproven still, so we'll see how the season goes. Think they're going to be better. I mean, they were awful last year. They're going to be better. Ain't making the playoffs better, but they'll be better. Um, if they add Klingberg, I would up my grade to a B minus, but um, we'll see. But right now, C plus. I mean, not nothing too fancy, really. They got to trade a goalie too, so and it ain't going to be Grubauer. It's going to be Drieger probably. So we'll see. Um, I'm with Derek on Klimberg because right now they need a right shot defenseman. They had Klimberg as like their future, like on the back end. Oh, good for them. I think, I think he should go to Seattle. That'd be huge for Klimberg and just the NHL in general. Burkowski, great, great signing. Training for Big York Trend for a um, change of scenery. Great. Um, Kept some other guys. They got Berniers for a full year. They're gonna have Shane Wright. I mean, just based on their draft, the way the way they did it. I mean, they got you know kind of lucky with Shane Wright sliding all the way down to fourth. Yeah. Um, I mean, it wasn't like a ton of upgrades. So at the moment, you know, they they signed Martin Jones. So I think you go Grubauer Jones, and you got to trade Drieger, but um. They also have Tanev on on injured reserve, so 
it's it's tough for me. Um, you know, a couple of nice nice ads. Um, overall, I'm gonna give them a a solid. Uh, I'm gonna give them a solid B because the team's improved. I'm right with you. The team is improved. If they get Klinberg, they get Klinberg. They trade Drieger, free up the cash rate. If if I'm just saying, so right now it's a B. If they got Klinberg, it'd be a fucking A for me because that'd be huge. That's a that's a great defenseman to add. An A. If they get Klinberg. Yeah, I know, but that's so because that seriously upgrades their D, and they need a right shot defenseman big time. You know what? I think they added Schultz because they know they're getting Klinberg. They actually don't have that much cap space right now. They only have, according to Cap Friendly, they have 2.135. Well, Bjorkstrand does not help that. No, he doesn't. Um, I, I don't think they'll get Klinberg, but I think they should. But also, you got to think, if if they sign Jones and they get rid of either Drieger or Grubauer, that, that could very much help their um, mm-hmm. their cap space issue. Derek, what was your grade? C+. Plus. Uh, yeah, but I'm I'm gonna go B with you as well. Um, for pretty much all the same reasons, I'm gonna be lazy. But all really all generous reasons. grades today, guys. Yeah, I've, I've I've given I've given many people a pretty decent report card. I'm a pretty I'm a pretty decent teacher. Your worst one was a C minus, Brian. Your best one was an A minus. Yep, yep. We're 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 a decent report card. No one gets a great grade. No one gets a terrible grade. Great. We're a decent point. We're a decent report card. Um, all right. So let's move into last couple of topics here. We don't have to spend long on this since we've been going for a bit now. Um, Nazem Kadri, where do we think he's going? He is probably the biggest fish left, left, left to be signed. Um, I think he ends up back in Colorado, personally. They need a clear cap space. Maybe they can figure that out. It's tough though to figure that out. Yeah, in this cap strap world, this is uh not easy, but it's taken so long that the speculation is he'll just return. But then now there's speculation that it's taken even longer that it's like, well, maybe he won't return with them only having 3.9 million in cap space. Somebody that does have cap space, the New York Islanders, he was with Lou Amarillo in Toronto. I think that would be a match made in heaven. That is a greasy blue collar team to go to Kadri is that kind of guy, but he's also disgustingly talented offensively. Um, why the hell not? They got the cap space, be a one, two punch with Barzell. Why not? They're a good team. They can be a good team. Sorry. Let me rephrase. Cause they didn't make the playoffs last year with Barry Trotz as their coach. He got canned. I think the Island is like the, that's, that's gotta be one of the destinations. No. I don't know anyone else. He's either going to Colorado or I think he's going to go and be like, yeah, you know what? I really like Lou. He's going to go back there. Yeah, back with him, sorry, in New York this time, though. Yeah. I think a pay cut to stay with Colorado. If he does that, they're repeating. But we'll Brandon, where, where are you thinking? Uh, so I don't think he goes to Colorado because they only have 3.9, so they're just – a little shy under four. Nazem Kadri to me, I think he's getting seven and a half to nine, maybe nine and a half. So you're going to have to free up a decent amount of cap space to get him. They already said that they don't um, – Sackick already said he doesn't have an interest in trading 
away Sammy Gerard, which I wouldn't. Um, so, because even without Kadri, Colorado's still going to be sick. Yeah. And their D are just unreal. So, keep that back end strong as, strong as hell, you know? Yeah. And especially don't trade Sammy Gerard when you have Eric Johnson, six mil coming off the cap after this season. So, I don't think he's going back to Colorado. I think there's a slight chance that'd be my number three spot. Um, I think it's either um, Calgary or Islanders because they have the cap space at the moment to pay him. Interesting. I go Islanders one, Calgary two, Colorado slight chance at three. All right. Uh, what about John Klingberg? He, um, sorry, Derek, you had one more thing to add on, Kadri. No, you're probably going to say it just about his agent. Oh, yes. So he had fired his agent, has recently hired a new one. He is also one of um, the big fish left on the market. So um, where do we think he's going? Shit. I don't know. Back to Dallas? But it wouldn't take this long, right? Mm-hmm. Dallas has the cap space. They have just over 11.6. So, you know who would really benefit from uh, where he should go, where we were talking shit about their defense earlier? Ottawa. That'd be cool. No cap space. Ottawa but they got to sign Eric Brandstrom and Alex Formanton. So, maybe not. We also, Bro. Brandon mentioned earlier Detroit, maybe. If I'm yeah. Klingberg, okay, this is if I'm New York, I don't. If you don't sign Kadri, you're signing Klingberg immediately. Also, there's a team out west that has about I don't know 30 million in cap space, the Anaheim Ducks. But do you really oh. want to go there for Klingberg? They have 25 million in cap space. He wants to win. If he wants yeah. to win, I would go. Although I would, I would maybe consider Anaheim because they did get Petrano and they did get Ryan Strom since Gesloff retired, and they are a young team that's going to be an up-and-coming team. So, I mean, if I'm Klinberg, I mean, they, Derek, you're not wrong. Anaheim's not a bad location to go to. It's Southern California. <laughs> they got $25 million in cap to pay you absolute fucking cash. He could probably get six years, nine and a half to go there. <laughs> you get a lot of fucking money in Anaheim. You really good. That would be a bad place paid. to go. I can see him getting like four years, seven and a half. I would say Detroit. Eight, seven, eight, nine. If I'm John Kleberg, teams that look um, look good for me to, to go to as a destination, I'm saying Detroit, Anaheim, Dallas because of familiarity. Those are my three. I'm going Detroit one, Anaheim two, Dallas three. Yeah. And Dallas is only because it's familiar. Detroit's got 10 in cap, but they got to sign Wallman and Zadina. Yeah. And Dallas, Dallas has good young guys too. So um up and comer. So I'm 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 actually, you know, based on what you said there, because I forgot Detroit has to resign those two guys. I'm going Anaheim, Dallas, Detroit. That's just my three that I'd be looking into big time for if I'm John Clemberg. Ooh, Dallas. Ooh, they got 11 million in cap space. They got to re-sign. Oh, I don't know. Forty goal scorer Jason Robertson and Jake Ottinger. Okay, still, never mind. Still, 
Dallas. He ain't going to Dallas. Anaheim. He's I'll go to Anaheim. Anaheim. He's I'll going go to Anaheim. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, can, I guess I'm, I'm going to agree with, with you guys on Detroit. It's just the most cap space for teams that are probably looking for a goalie, I mean, maybe, or a demand. Probably maybe maybe the Islanders, they don't get um, Kadri like uh, like Derek said. Um, I think I think those are kind of the two given teams there. But. Yeah. I think a team that misses out on Klingberg will go after PK Subban. Hmm. Just saying. I don't know. Just a thought. Do you want to be back? Yeah, because he's still out there. Seattle would benefit from a PK Subban. You could probably sign PK Subban for like four million for a year. Yeah, I don't know. But two big fish. Kadri, Islanders, Klingberg, Anaheim. Timo Solani played there. You know, I don't know. If the Caps didn't have Nick Jensen playing so well last year on the second pair of the Orlov, I'd say go after P.K. Subban maybe a little bit. Maybe look into it for a year, see if if it's a good fit. A little bit there, yeah. I don't mind it. I mean, I think P.K. Subban still has a lot to offer. He's also young. He's a great guy. You know, so he'd be a great guy in the locker room for you. And he's he's Flashy. still got some upside, too. Personality. Yeah. Phil Kessel's um, too. Jesus. All right, for the last topic here, um, let's go into the San Jose Sharks uh, hiring David Quinn as their head coach, formerly the head coach for the New York Rangers for about two years. Um uh, actually an assistant coach as well for the Avalanche back in 2013. Um, and San Jose now hires him. Yeah, he's not going to be good. It's a solid signing. He was one of the coaches extremely talked about. He was in consideration for Boston. Uh, he did not have a good time in New York. No, we got fired pretty quickly there. Um, yeah. I, don't, I don't really have any thoughts about this. I mean, they're not going to be good. So he's just going to be a young coach trying to whip them into shape, I guess, and hopefully give teams some trouble. They're, I don't think San Jose is going to be all that good. Yeah, they're going to be bottom of the pit. UGM, by the way, BU guy, hired a BU guy. It just it made sense. It was a match. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, I mean, San Jose is a bottom feeder. Yeah. I, like the, I like the signing because he's like, you know, First job, right, was with the Rangers. Didn't last long, like Derek said. So I think this is a way for him to get in there. If he can make them a competitive team and coach them pretty well, it, you know, looks good on his resume for, you know, job offers for, you know, better teams that are looking for coaches. So I like the sign for Quinn because it gets him back in the loop. He wanted to stay in the NHL, didn't want to go back to college. So I think it's great for him. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I don't think they'll be good, though. Like you guys are saying, I don't think they're – no, they're they're tying up too much cap with guys. Way too much cap they're tying up. It's just like, what are you doing with these contracts? Like, buy out Eric Carlson, do it. That's going to cost you a ton of money to buy that out. <laughs> You're going to have to live with him for a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, gents, any final thoughts? 
Final thoughts on uh, free agency so far, off seasons. Uh, we've got more GM grades coming to you over the course of the next um, three weeks. And uh, it's going to be pretty fun. Now, I actually, I will not be here for two of those weeks. Ryan's getting married, everybody. I am. I am, gents. I am getting married. So I will not be here for two of those weeks. But you guys can lock it down. Maybe Evan comes on and uh, does those with you guys. Um, and so, yeah. That'll be uh, that'll be the next couple of weeks for you guys. And uh, so, any any final thoughts? Nope. No, I just want the season to start. It's gonna be boring until Kadri and Klingberg get signed, but I'm excited to see where they go. Still, some guys out there. Teams are gonna fill the rosters in. Yeah. Creative frenzy still going on. Not really though. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, gents, until next week. We'll see you guys later.